Hey guys, this is Crazy Juicy Love Entrepreneurial Series. I'm going to be talking with top CEOs, creators, top entrepreneurs, and they're going to be sharing their mistakes, tools, tips, and insights to get you to get out of your bed and have a career that you love. This is Crazy Juicy Love Entrepreneurial Series. All right, guys, so welcome back to the Crazy Juicy Love Podcast, and I am so happy to have this man, Rich Keller, of, of his company, Score, and uh, I, I just can't wait to have this conversation with you, so, and tell us about Score, what it is, what it's about, what do you do, and why you do it. <laughs> Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, thank you for having me. That's like, I'm so grateful that we met serendipitously I know. Uh, shout, out, shout out to nando the, ma- the magnetic guy um so i uh i wear a lot of hats i i i say to everyone that i'm in the personal branding space after having spent 25 years in corporate brand marketing so i did a little pivot instead of marketing and creating identities for iconic brands i now help people create their own identity and uh, my platform is called score and it's an acronym for stand out conquer obstacles reach excellence (laughs) and i speak around the country as a motivational speaker in high schools and colleges uh and and conferences with entrepreneurs uh companies that have young adults and um along with my speaking engagement i also do private coaching and i also do consulting and I created this idea. Um, how do I start this? About <laughs> in my marketing career, uh, when I worked on brands such as Kraft, I worked at Kraft Foods, I worked at Nabisco, I worked at Godiva Chocolate, spent almost seven years at Godiva eating a lot of chocolate. <laughs> uh, and I would, in order to break through the clutter, because there's a lot of information that hits people in order to break through the clutter i would craft all these brands that i worked on their identity in one word and the one word would be the value that the brand delivered to the consumer's life so a lot of people if you say the if if i said to you jimmy what's the first word that comes to mind when you say starbucks what would you say first word that comes to mind when you hear Starbucks? <laughs> well, from my conversation, I I mean, I think of community. Okay, um, but, but, but that's the answer. But right, what do yes. mo- well, the answer. Um, what, do, what do most people say when they hear the word Starbucks right away? First word. Um, I think of like modern. Um, but, what, but what do they sell? Coffee. Right. So most people, because you are you're engaged in in what I do, most people will tell you coffee. Right. Okay. And that's the product that people, that's the product that they sell. And that is not the business that they're in. And mm-hmm. the business that, that, a, that a brand is in is the value that the brand brings to your life. Because every brand that solves problem, every brand that solves a problem wins. 
If you have a brand out there and you're not solving the problem, chances are you're going to get lost in the fray. Mm. So uh, a couple, about two or three years ago, um, my son was applying to college and I asked him very simply to tell me about yourself. And he had no idea where to begin. He had no idea what to say. He went right to what everybody does, which is they tell you what they do for a living. He's like, I'm a high school student. You know, I'm a junior in high school, but nobody truly starts that answer with who they are. And so I decided to do the same process that I did with all the brands that I worked on, on him. And he discovered his one word and his word is perseverance. And then, he, and then he wrote an outstanding college personal statement that demonstrated a story of how he brings this perseverance value to life. And he is a sophomore now at Cornell. Wow. And so I had this idea to, I thought to myself, why am I not helping? Because that's really what it's all about, helping young adults around the world discover their value so they can score score being stand out conquer obstacles reach excellence and you can notice i have my shirt on because i'm a catalyst, catalyst. yes <laughs> and, um, and i decided to walk away from i quit my job i decided to give up title salary security because i want to transform a million lives around the country because it's so important and and i and you know this because you went through the process <laughs> it's, so, it's so important don't we all want to be valued mm -hmm. don't we all want to know exactly what are at our core what we're great at i mean if you if if there's only people can only remember like one thing and they barely could remember one thing about something and if you're known for one thing, like brands are, you're going to hit a home run, and you're going to, and along the way, you're going to gain the confidence. And I know you, I, we did it together. You're going to gain that confidence about uh, and feel valued because that's all we want in the end. Is mm -hmm. people want to be seen, they want to be heard, and they want to be valued. Yeah. And if you don't know what you're doing, and if you don't know how to value yourself, how are you going to let others? or expect others to value you. So I had this idea after working with my son that I wanted to travel the country and I wanted to help people like yourself uh, discover your value. And it's one word, that's it. And then after you figure out that value, you build your identity around it. And, and that's what you become known for. Mm. Just like we talked about Starbucks, their value is community. They're not in the coffee business. They're in the community business and they use coffee, the product, to drive community. And so the, I, that's the same similar idea for people. You know, don't tell me, when, when somebody says to you, tell me about yourself in an interview, the first thing people do is they'll tell you what they do. And if you really want to stand out, conquer obstacles, reach excellence, you got to tell them who you are. And you got to tell them the value that you're going to bring to the job that they're interviewing you for. That is when the game changes because everybody is doing something, but not everybody has the same value. And so if you can communicate that value to the person you're talking to, the situation you're in, 
you're all of a sudden going to rise to the top because that's a unique way to talk about yourself, but you're telling them what I as a brand will do for you. Right. <clears throat> I really love what you're saying. I, I want to go back a little bit to the moment you left your corporation yeah. your job. Like, t- take me back to that moment. You Because a lot of people I know have that moment especially people who want to be a coach at, or want to be what any kind of entrepreneur have that fear yeah of leaving so what was the moment that you said i'm done i'm handing in my you know notice and yeah. i'm walking away from that like what yeah tell me that moment let me start by saying that i i do not want anybody to think listening to this that this was an easy thing like, I, got, <laughs> sure. I got you know i got up and i went Woo, no, you know um so i'm going to take you back just a little bit because i do think that a lot of what we experience as people is based on our past mm-hmm. and um so i'm a 26 year cancer survivor um uh, my wife is a eight year cancer survivor wow um and you know, when my wife got sick in 2011, she had advanced breast cancer. Um, I really had, that was the beginning of some real introspection for me. Um, I wanted more time with my kids. I have two children. I wanted more time with them. And I also really felt like after both of us were, were sick, that life is really short. Like you mm. say, like people say, oh, life is short, but I, I really, mm. I really felt it, and and there was a there was a moment, you know, right after she got sick, that I really thought to myself, you know, am I walking the talk? Like I'm talking a big game, but am I really walking it? And and you know, I had an incredible career. I um, you know, I was on the executive team of the companies that I worked at, and I I was traveling, I was working long hours, and I just truly in my heart felt like I wasn't, um, I I felt like I wasn't making enough of an impact in the world. I wasn't making enough of an impact. And one day I, um, you know, through the, through the years from 2011 up until today, I'd also gone into therapy, um, because I felt like I needed, you know, somebody to really help me unravel this story. And, um, and, and one of the things that was, asked of me, which I think is something I do a lot now with the people I work with, I think it was my therapist said, what do you want your legacy to be? Mm. And I really thought about that because let me tell you, you know, having seen a lot of friends that have not survived cancer, my wife and I being very lucky, I remember being, you know, at their eulogies and, and, you know, you have, that's when it really hits the world of people are going to talk about you and they're going to they're going to say whatever you've done and whatever you have contributed and I really thought about that and I said to myself as much as I love my career I I want to help people win I want to impact lives I want people to get up when I'm done and say he really changed the direction of my life he really gave me some um uh, he really gave me some introspection about who I am. I had no idea what I wanted to do, but I knew that I really wanted people to get up there and not t- 
talk about Godiva. I didn't want them to talk about Oreo. I didn't want them to talk about what I had done. So a couple of my, my therapists, a couple of my mentors said, then walk the talk and get over it. <laughs> you know, and, and I think I had just told you a couple of minutes ago, I had been working with my son and I realized, um, you know, wow, I just made such an impact on this kid who is really, you know, he's a great kid, but he, he doesn't know how to communicate about himself. So I was at work one day. Um, I had gotten my review and I, it was completely not what I expected. Not at all. I thought I was going in for a really good review, and it wasn't. What did I say? Um, there was just a lot of challenges that we were having in the company, and a lot of what um, I, I had all this authority but no control, and a lot of the things that were happening were out of my control. Um, and I'll be—I'll tell you exactly what went through my head. See this name? What's this name on my shirt, Jim? Catalyst. You got it. And so I sat there and I all of a sudden as he this person's giving me my info, I thought to myself, I am babysitting. <laughs> I am literally babysitting. I am literally babysitting this brand and this job. And I right at that moment I said to myself, and I'm sure a lot of people have been in this situation that are listening, if I don't do it now, I'm never gonna do it. Mm-hmm. And I and I closed the door. And this is the this is the advice I would give to everyone. I closed the door and I was as authentic as I can be. And I said to this person, you're, you're paying me way too much money for me to not be able to do my job. I can't be a catalyst. And I said, it's time for me to go. And I made a deal and I, I, I helped finish up. I hired somebody else. I left on amazing terms. And I had no idea what I was going to do, Jim. No idea. I remember calling my wife that afternoon and I said, I quit my job. (laughs) (laughs) And and she said, excuse me? And I said, I quit quit my job. And I'll be really honest. Her answer was, congratulations. You should have done that five years ago. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. She knew. 100%. and And we had been talking about you know, planning for the future. And we had talked about, I'm not going to be in corporate America forever. And, um, and, and I have to tell you, I never felt more amazing. I felt like I was a bird that can fly to Africa Mm. (laughs) because all of a sudden all that tension was lifted. I didn't know what I was going to do. I I will be, and we'll talk about how I journeyed into where I'm going right now, but I had no idea what I was going to do. But what I did know is, you know what? Now is the time. And I say this to everyone today. Now is the time you own, you drive the car and it's time for you to live the way you want people to remember you. It's really simple. You know, you just reminded me of my own journey a little bit and you know, last year, you know, when I got accepted into the coaching program and I got a little scholarship, but it's still, I had to pay what I think it was like $6,000. And I had no idea. I was just like, you know, I was on the phone with the, um, the general manager of the, the company. And I was just like, what am I going to do? Well, this, is, this is your moment. You know, um, I didn't have the money and I was just like, well, if you don't do this, where are you going to be next year? 
that was the first thing that came to mind. I was just like, I do not want to be in the fucking same place. Right. <laughs> like next year. And I was just like, here's my credit card. And I just went on a journey. You know, I was in, you know, the introduction leadership program and the coaching program, coaching eight people, working two jobs. And and I was just like, I don't know. I tell people that and I didn't even realize that I was doing that. I was just like in like action mode, just doing, doing, doing. Okay. Because I knew when I remember reading the description of what the coaching program was offering i connected so much and i was like this is what i was meant to do and i'm gonna do whatever it takes to get me over to whatever to make this happen and then you know after i met you um and that my one word is barrier breaker <laughs> you know i really had a hard time i guess i did have a hard time when it's like you know owning that because it was just like what does that mean i'm a barrier breaker you know and and um, and I, after we got off the phone, I was like, okay, well, I just need to take this on and see what this is. How am I a barrier breaker as a coach? And I remember, I think it was maybe a week after we talked, a friend of mine called me. He was like, hey, I would love for you to coach me. And I said, okay, he was going through a breakup. And so we're on the phone. And he was, I said, well, tell me, you know, about the relationship. Then and I was going through his history with his mother and his sister. And I said, stop. And I pointed out his pattern. And I was like, this is what you're doing. And you're lying to yourself. And the phone went silent. <laughs> and I was just like, hello. And he was crying. And I had hit something that... I didn't even realize I did. And I was in my mind, I was like, oh, this is just what Rich is talking about, that I'm a barrier breaker. And I was like, okay, maybe this is it. And so then recently, again, on the phone with this girl, you know, um, talking with her, you know, it's been this whole back and forth thing with her. Does she want to coach me? Does she like, okay, let's, you know, have this session with her, this introductory, introductory session. Did the same thing with her, went through her relationships, went through her patterns. And then I said to her, when you value yourself, then everybody else will start valuing you. And then she was like, what, what did you say? That's right. And I, and I listed all out and she's broke down crying on the phone. And, and she was like, where do I sign up? Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I need to just like really step into this because I, I'm learning I, that as a coach, I have to be the one that's even with strangers say the thing that I have to break that barrier down with them because it's like right there. Like I can see it, I can hear it. Right. And it's something that the one word process that you allow me to like be a part of, it's like, oh, this is what I'm, I'm stepping into. This is where I'm coming from. I don't have to apologize for it. Okay. And I can really own it now. Well, um, there's two, well, two things. I think, number one, I, I also had to break you down. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, it's the, it, it's the same thing. And, and I think part of the reason is, and this is just my observation with people that I work with, a lot of it is fear. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is fear. You know, one of the things that I think is really important for your listeners to understand is 
When we got to your one word, barrier breaker, I allow hyphens in my one word, by the way, just saying so you know. <laughs> um, But when, when we got to your one word, um, it all came out of your workbook. Like th this is not something that you didn't have. You've had this all along. So in the workbook process together, we just discovered what you wrote down and, and we put it together in a way that allowed you to be who you are. So the first thing is it's fear because you got to own it now. Right. Like you, you, you have to you have to go out in the world and and serve your gift of being a barrier breaker. And if you don't want to do that, let's say I don't know how to do it or I'm in I'm afraid, I'm scared or whatever, then it's on you. Mm hmm. You know, it's no longer like I'm very, I'm very much the person that gives it to you straight because you know what your value is. And so I remember with you hanging up and I'm like, he's not fully there yet. And I got it. <laughs> and I got it. And I got it. And, and, um, and then when you, you know, texted me a week later and you were like, wow, I, it, it okay, it's there. I, I knew that was going to happen because you have to, you have to ease into it. You have you have to believe it. You have to ease into it. And then once you have situations like you just described, the rest is history. It's just right. seamless. It's just seamless. Now, I will tell you, I had a very similar sort, sort of situation where I didn't know I was a catalyst until I was, I didn't realize in my brain that I was a catalyst until I was like 47 years old, okay? And the reason for that was because I went, I had lost my job at Godiva and I did not know what I wanted to, where I was going next. I was not ready to do what I'm doing now. I had another job in between the job I quit. And I remember sitting in a recruiter's office. I had been, you know, interviewing and this recruiter said two things to me that would change the course of my life, okay? Mm. The first thing she told me was that she literally looked at me and said, you are irrelevant because you have zero digital marketing experience on your resume. I had wow. zero digital marketing. I had been in innovation most of my career. I also, you know, yes, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, they were all coming out and starting, but I had no idea what any of that was. And I looked at her and I remember saying, but I have an MBA from the Wharton School of the University of Pennsylvania. And she said to me, that's yesterday's news. You're done. Okay, <laughs> Literally, literally wow. said to me. And I looked at her and I said, okay. And then she said, she said, I want to tell you something else as well. And I said, oh boy, here, here we go. <laughs> and she said to me, she goes, you're not the right person for this job anyway that I'm, that I'm looking for. And I looked at her and I said, that makes no sense to me because I need every qualification. And she said, absolutely you do, except for one thing. And then I gave her this look and she said to me, you're a catalyst and they're looking for a babysitter. They don't want a disruptor in this job. And all of a sudden, Jimmy, I went, oh my God. Like I've been building brands my entire career on one word and this woman summed me up based on all of my experiences and it wow. was that moment that i literally looked at her and i said you just defined my personal brand and wow that was, and that was it and that was that was before my son's episode about college like i had no idea that i would be going off and doing what i'm doing now but at that moment i remember saying to myself that my personal brand is born and it was, and she was right. Like, even though I did meet every qualification, 
it was it was a babysitting job and my value would not have been valued see that's the other thing mm. when you when you take on a job take on a project take on a, a relationship if your value is not worthy mm. you will fail right you will fail because you'll be unhappy if i give you every coaching client to if i send everybody your way that doesn't have to break the barrier you would be bored <laughs> you know it, I, you're not the right coach and so if you're going to ask me like if coca-cola calls me tomorrow and wants me to manage their brand the answer is no nobody's going to disrupt coke it's not it's a it's a it's a household brand for 100 right. years I want to be on brands that are small and up and coming and start and startups because I disrupt. So that woman in, in in hindsight, that woman saved my life and that woman gave it to me in a way where boy, if she had not said that to me, I don't even know if we would be on the phone right now. Right. <clears throat> You'd be chasing so, another job. Yeah, so so a lot of it is fear. A lot of it is um and you know, you would talk to me, you would ask me a question before then I and I about you know how I got started and when was the moment the other thing that really held me back i mean held me back for years was fear of money mm. fear of money i have two children yeah you know, i have bills and and i remember being paralyzed by that and one of the things that my therapist had said to me which i i want to share because i think a lot of your listeners will feel should feel good about it she said i want you to do something for me i said sure she goes i want you to call your financial planner and i want you to sit down with your planner and i want you to map out the next 20 years and i want him to tell you that you are okay to take on this new venture what i'm doing now and i thought to myself great he's going to tell me no because the other thing is not only is it money okay but it's also that you, sometimes you want people to tell you not to do it so that you'll feel good about it you'll right. feel good And so I was like this is it he's going to tell me no done I have to go back and get a job had him over we worked out a two week plan and he came back and he said you're going to be fine you can take this risk and I went what <laughs> I, like I was so upset I was scared I was scared and and it's, I remember when he left the house my wife said to me are you done now Okay, it's time. And, I love your life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well part when you have a good support system that gives it to you straight and, and honestly it was the fear. I wanted people to say no and part of it was I was afraid. Like I don't want to fail. Who wants to fail? Right. But but that's the irony. You have to fail in order to win. You you have to fall in order to get up. And guess what? It's been a year, almost a little over a year that I've been barking on this journey. We're not living in the street. We still have heat. My kids eat. You know, like we just it's it you change the way you play and we've been, you know, adjusting that. So so much of it comes down to the one theme that's important that you know, it it's about you. It starts with the person that right. you, that you're coaching. It starts with the person you're talking to and and that was um that was something I had to um I had to work into I had to get comfortable with that I had to meet my new self <laughs> right so talk to me about some of the mistakes that you see people making I know cuz you're starting to make a being make a presence online cuz me also as a coach I you know when I was in my program um 
my mentor coach, she was like, you need to be a, a business coach as well. She's like, you're really good because I coached her around her business, business. And now she's like doing all these things. So like I'm on this not only relationship coach, but learning how to create a program around business. But, you know, as I'm learning more about business, I look online, look at my friends and I, look, I see all these mistakes that they're making and like yeah. they could be so much further. And I'm like, yeah. ah, you know, so, you know, yeah. Talk to me like, you know, especially like someone like Nando. Let's talk about Nando again. Shout out to Nando Nandoism. Magnetic. Uh, <laughs> magnetic. You know, talk to me about some of the mistakes that you see over and over again that if they had this one word that will literally shift their whole branding, how they approach yeah. everything. Yeah. So I have a lot to say on this one. <laughs> this is a good one. No, this is a really good one because one of the things that's really been helping me is that I come from everything I do from a branding perspective. So that's because everything in the end is a brand. Okay. We're, we're, people are brands. You know, I'm, I'm holding up my phone. This has made everybody a brand. Okay. Because what, right. is, what is the first thing you do when you don't know someone that you're meeting? You Google them. <laughs> yes. right? So you're a brand. Okay. So I'll say a couple of things. I think that the biggest mistake that everybody makes, this is this one, this one's a big one. The biggest mistake everybody makes is every story that you tell has a hero and a guide and a, and a, and a, a, a and a villain. Okay. That's why like Wonder Woman, Harry Potter, Superman, Batman. Okay. <clears throat> the first mistake that a lot of entrepreneurs coaches make is the brand is never the hero in the story okay mm -hmm. your consumer your customer they are the hero you are the guide and our whole goal in life is to serve others and when you are a brand your job is to serve others with your value you are the guide so when you and I worked together, okay, I was the guide, you were the hero, because when you discovered your one word, you're the one that won, because you now know who you are. And all I did was serve my value and my program into your life. Mm. So the first mistake that a lot of people make is they make it about them. Right. People, people buy human connection. That part everybody gets right. But the part they don't get right is, when I go to your Instagram, when I go to your website, it's not about you. It's not I, me, 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 me. It's here's how I serve you. Here's how I can make you the star, okay, and the winner. So everybody has to understand that a brand is always the guide. The person that you are serving is the hero. And that little flip can make a huge difference. Mm. That's number one. The second thing in is to build on that, I have a very, um, I have a very, I don't know if it's a famous saying yet because I'm not famous. <laughs> yes. So, but, but, I, but I have a very um, clear quote that I tell people all the time. And that is very simply, engage first, sell second, and you will sell a hell of a lot more. Okay. Mm. Engage first, sell second, and you will sell a hell of a lot more. And what I mean by that is people buy human connection. So mm -hmm. if you start with your value and forget about the money, the money's going to flow. If you are going into this to make money only, you will lose the game because right. there's, there's no gratitude. 
And I know that people will say to me, I get that, but I cannot tell you how many people they will execute with the money first, value second. Okay, so if you engage with your goal, number one goal is to serve others. That's it. That is what we are all put on this earth for. Even brands that you buy, if you buy a toothpaste, it is serving you to clean your teeth. Okay, so when we become a personal brand, we can't say, oh, I'm a personal brand, but I don't like serving others because it sounds, you know, it sounds like I'm being subservient. No, that is our goal. We, our goal is to make other people the hero. Right. And so I find that when you, when you realize that you're the guide, when you start with value first, money second, then the third thing is, then the third thing is, and this is one where I think that you and I are still going to talk about this after, you know, <laughs> we're done with this podcast. You have to be known for one thing. That's it. One thing. Consumers cannot remember. They, they, they have 18 million messages hitting them a day. And I just made up that number. You have to stand for one thing, okay? And I find a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of coaches, they say, they'll say to me, but that just seems like, that seems so little. And I go, that's the point. Keep it super simple. Like if you're a barrier-breaking love coach, that's it. You could do other things on the side. I'm not suggesting other people shouldn't have side hustles. But if you're asking me to remember you for three or four things, forget it. I'm not, I don't have the brain power to be able to do that because I have 10,000 other things hitting me. And so a lot of entrepreneurs and coaches and just brands in general, they don't keep it super simple where Starbucks, their product is coffee, they're known for community. Godiva, their product is chocolate, their value, their value is generosity. Same thing with me. I'm a catalyst. I disrupt the conversation. If you hire me, okay, I'm going to help you discover your value in one word, but I'm going to disrupt the conversation because that's my value. Otherwise, go get a coach that won't disrupt you and tell you yes to everything. Right. I'm, not, I'm not your person. So I'd say those are the three things that are really important. You're the guide, value first, and um, you... Uh, I lost my train of thought. Um, known for one thing. Yeah. Known for one thing. If you if you come to my site, you're going to see my score platform, and you, it, all it takes is one word to score. That's it. That's what I'm known for, uh, or what I'm going to as I evolve and build my personal brand. When I speak, when I coach, when I consult, it's all around getting you to that value and doesn't mean down the road I can't do eight other things and build my business, but you cannot launch a coaching program or, a, or an entrepreneurial brand and expect that you're going to be known for three or four things and the consumer is going to be like, got it. They, they, they have this much time, this much in their head. Right. I mean, I get what you're saying too. Like, you know, one of my, my thing is men. <laughs> yeah, that's and right. We talked about that. We talked I, about that. We talked about that. And I, you know, I did have a hard time like, well, I'm a coach. I can coach anyone. And you're like, no, like, does it mean you're not going to coach those people? It, you, you're more effective with, not more effective, but your, I guess, passion is men. And, you know, I can see now, like, oh, okay, you know, some things that I'm posting on Instagram is very general. I'm not really hitting the men. Um, and it's, it's, it's like a, a learning process for me. That's right. That's right. Um, 
and figuring that out and you know um and it's, it's and it's a process and i'm and i'm building and i'm learning and i'm like you know uh and it's and it's happening but still i still have a lot to grow and a lot to co- a place to come from and look at and see how i'm going to you know be powerful and effective in that in that moment um but but i would also say that the way to look at it is um where could i put my value such that i'm going to make the most impact right so, so to your point you can coach anyone absolutely but that's like saying that starbucks could be for you know 80 uh, year old women they but they're not going to come in every day right. not, who's driving the most traffic in your store who is going to get the most out of my barrier breaking value and and listen when you and i worked together there was a hesitation you mean i'm only going to talk to gay men that's it and i'm like yes because when you do that there and they know that's what you stand for they're going to call 27 other friends and all of a sudden you're going to just get better and better and better at your value if you have 10,000 other people that are in all different genres and relationship issues you become you become watered down you're everything to everyone right so so it is hard it's not easy for somebody to say so you want me to be known for one thing and do that <laughs> and do that one thing really well and my answer is absolutely because you're going to get better at it you're going to be known for it and ultimately that's where your love is because that's your core value right you make me think of um Bradley Cooper cuz you know he's directing writing and doing all these things now and it's like oh this is probably what Rich is talking about you know cuz he's he although he can do those other things he started off as an actor and as he his brand of an actor has got more known he you know got nominated and all these things then you know i'm sure he was directing doing all those things on the side but like now he's like directing singing creating music and doing all those things like it doesn't diminish his main value but it all funnels back to him as an actor that's right um, and that's a really good point because in the future if you want to go do something that branches out if it ladders up to being a barrier breaker then great then we're right. like if you want to go consult I'm making this up but if you wanted to go into companies and help people break their barriers of teamwork and tension you know within the team world that would be great but if right. you say to me I'm going to go now and la- and be a landscaper I'd be like that that's ridiculous that, <laughs> right. you know that makes no sense and and ultimately at the end of the day you, not only do you become better at what you do but you but people are going to you they're going to say that is the barrier breaking coach listen everybody's a coach like you right. know me like we're, we're if you have 25 coaches in a room we're all coaches great but if you go individually to each one when they get to you that's the guy that breaks barrier right. okay and 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 ultimately that's how you as a coach just like as a cookie as a drink that that's how you stand out on the store shelf and it's right. the same concept that I did for 25 years in marketing corporate brands that I just now bring over and pivot to people and help people understand that in the world of social and digital and the millions of things out there what do you want to be known for right I want to talk about this one thing cuz when I remember in the coaching group um when you when we talked about Oprah and Oprah word is giving you were you know suggesting yeah, and when yeah. you when you said her name and you said giving i was like it really clicked and the point i'm making is like 
I remember her saying that if it doesn't align with what I'm out to do and create in the world, I would not do it. That's right. Like, oh my God, this is what the one word thing will give you because it will stop you from working with people who don't align with you, taking on jobs or even TV shows, radio shows or whatever that does not align with what you're out to do That's in right. the world. So That's can you right. talk to me about how your one word will save you from making the wrong deal or working That's with right. the wrong people? Right. And think about Oprah for a second, because she's a really good example of embodying the one word. And by the way, that's my version of her one word giver. Right. I don't know her. I'd like to, but I don't know. Her. <laughs> right. Um, but think about it. Oprah's book club, her, her goal was to serve others and bring the books that were amazing to other people right there. Her magazine, okay? Her magazine is all about giving the uh, information that people that read her magazine need to live a great life. Super Soul Sunday, her talk show, every, you get a car, you get a car, you get a car. Her girl's schools in Africa. It, 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 it's embodied. And that was the, what you and I talked about a couple minutes ago. She could do 10,000 things as long as it ladders up to giver and i can guarantee you that when she does something new people are like oh she must be giving something away she must be <laughs> right okay because that and and that's always been who she was she you know when she was on stage years ago sharing her weight loss story it was she was not the hero she was even though she said look how great i look you know she was guiding people on how she did it it right. always comes back you give to others you get 10 million more in return and people don't get that mm. the ones that get it land in the extraordinary circle and they live those they live a life of gratitude and the more you give the more you live that's it yeah. and look at her she's a good example right so I yeah i love what you just said the more you give the more you live that's it so do you do you yourself have a coach um okay so <laughs> <laughs> that's also a very um that's also a great question. So um, about a year and a half ago, a little, a little, you know, year and two months ago, um, I, that is one of my biggest regrets in my career that I, I have mentors. I have mentors, very right. good mentors. I have amazing mentors, but I never really had a coach that would give it to me straight. And part of it was fear. Mm. I didn't, I didn't want to hear what I didn't want to hear. <laughs> and, and um, like I said, I, I, I told you I'd gone into therapy like three or four years ago. And so I would argue that number one, a therapist is, is my coach. That's number one. Um, but number two, I remember when I quit my job, I literally was on Instagram and I was flipping through their stories and I saw this ad for this coach and I thought she looked like somebody I can really relate to and connect with. And I literally uh, swiped up. I had a free one hour call with her and 60 minutes later, I spent $1,200 on the spot <laughs> wow. to, do, to do four sessions with her. And I will tell you, she was life-changing for me. Why? Because her name is Elizabeth Walker, and she's amazing. And, um, and she gave me a Mad Lib exercise, okay? Um, what is that? <laughs> you, know, you, know what, you know what Mad Libs are? It's a story where you fill in the blank, you know? So it's a story, and you write, you fill in the blank, like, give me a noun, give me an adjective, give me a okay. verb. And then you read the story. It, 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 they're pretty popular. But it was a story about 
my life, or at least it was, she was trying to get me to unravel my entire story. And so I literally took that mad lib and I brought it to my therapist and together we filled in all the information. And, and then I spent four sessions with her and this woman connected every single dot in my life. And she helped me understand that I grew up invisible. She helped me understand that my whole world is about connecting with others and that I love to give because I, I grew up in a home where I didn't feel valued. And I felt like the more I put myself out there, the more I give to others, I'm going to get more in return. And, and she really helped me formulate my story for my talks, for my business. And so I, I and I still, I'm still with her today. Um, I, I, I have a bigger team of because I'm launching a website very shortly, so I have a bigger creative team and a and a and a coaching team that that she's a part of. But the point I want to make to everyone on the call is 100%. You need a coach. I I didn't do it. I didn't get people didn't call me on my shit because I didn't want to hear it. Okay, yeah. and I it's hard. Everyone listening on this call, it's scary, but you know what? But you- why is it so scary? Because it's so valuable and, and I... People don't want to hear, they don't want to hear what they don't want to hear. Right. It really, you know, it, it comes down to that. And again... No, I, one thing I, I, I find that people don't want to, as far as relationship goes, they don't want to look at the pain that they've caused others, pain caused themselves, and what they contribute to the downfall of their career or anything like that. And it's people struggle with that. And But I find, and I, me too, sometimes I, when somebody calls me out, um, even in, you know, even in our call, Like I was squirming in the chair, like struggling with like accepting this part of me. That's right. That, um, do you remember the word in your sentence that you, that you sort of gave me a look on? Do you remember the, the, the phrase, remember the phrase that, that your mom Oh, um, gift with gab. You got it. Gift, gift, <laughs> gift of gab. Gift, gift of gab. And and you and I, you you were like, <laughs> and this is what I said. And this is what I said. Own it. Own it. Like you, the gift for gab doesn't is not. Ne- it's not negative if you make it negative. Right. Okay. And and you have a gift for gab. And I said to you, I remember saying this. Well, turn it around and make it an asset. I mean, you're going to be a coach that doesn't have a gift for gab. Then right. why are you coaching? You know, right. I mean? <laughs> uh, and, and listen, a good a good coach is going to bring wisdom to the game. And, right. and people have blind spots; they don't see what other people see. And it, the reason why people resist coaches it, it's a fear game. It's like right. I don't want to be judged. But here's the thing: we have to be judged in order to win. We have to be told what people are seeing in us because we don't see it right we have we have to be told and if you don't want to be told that then you're going to sit in the comfort zone circle and life will be great right i don't know i don't know if it's judgment i think we're just the the professional that's looking at and providing the value that's going to shift hopefully shift and change your life because for me i don't think i'm judging someone i think i'm just going i'm just the 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 vessel there that's That's the wrong word, but 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 what I meant by I, I, judging is not the right word. But what you're telling the people you're coaching right. 
if everything was hunky dory, they wouldn't need you. Right. right. So you know, you're, you're raising the issues that are that are forced that are precluding the barrier to be broken. And guess what? As you've said, it when the barrier is broken, oh my God, the floodgates are open. <laughs> so so the the problem is we don't know. We're afraid of what it's going to take to get to the other side. We're not afraid to get to the other side. Right. We're afraid to go through what it takes. And so I, I think there's a lot of coaches out there that are not great. And there's a lot of coaches out there that, you know, that are interested in the money only, not the value. Right. You got to find the right one. You right. got to find the right one. You know, I, I'm, I'm coaching a guy right now. We're coming to the end of our session and we were texting back and forth, you know, last week. And... He was, he's doing pretty good, but there's this one barrier and I'm just like, God, I have to say something to him. Otherwise, th this very thing is not, I want to say ruin his life, that is stopping him from living his life, from getting the career that he wants, having the relationship in his family that he wants, having the woman of his dreams. And I said to him, because it all comes back to you, us, right. and I said, what day are you going to start honoring your own commitments? Yeah. And he didn't respond to the text. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when we got on the call, he goes, the first thing he goes, I didn't respond to your text. because I, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. And I said, all you have to do is declare it right That's now. Right. That's right. And he goes, I, I can't. I'm like, what do you mean you can't? Like, he said, I don't want to say it. And I said, and I went back over it again. I said, because you don't make, you don't honor your commitment to yourself, you easily pick women who have more commitment to themselves and you dishonor their commitment and you fall back behind in their relationship, their relationship and you become invisible. That's right. And every, and I was like, this is every single relationship you've been in, you fall behind because you don't honor your commitment. It's with your career, everything. And he still would not declare a day. And I said, I am not going to, this is my commitment to you. We're going to, we're going to make a date before we, the end of this session. Right. Before we stop everything we're gonna have a date he was like okay um, he didn't make a declaration but it, people struggle with looking at that part of them and it's holding them back and I'm sure you know <laughs> looking at me squirming in that chair but you when you work you see it all the time and it stops them yeah and I think some of it too is you know I, I think you when you really internalized your one word um, it's because it was true. And I think it just took you a little time to, 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 to own your, your greatness. Okay. Right. You know, you have to also, it's not boasting, but it's a little bit like, yeah, I'm a barrier breaker and right. I'm going to, I'm going to make that happen. A lot of people, okay. That don't know their value. I think a lot of people struggle because they they don't know what it is. They know they're in fear of what's going to be on the other side, but they don't really know what they want on the other side. Right. There's a double whammy there. Right. I mean, I remember the 
first workbook you gave me, you know, you, your sentence was not that great. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was because, like, because, <laughs> right, but, but because, but it's because you had in your mind what you wanted, where you wanted to land. You weren't right. letting, you were not letting the process work itself through. And, but yet in your workbook, it was so clear that your word was not juicy. and and, and the good news is i i saw that because i'm trained to understand that and then you know we worked a little bit together and i remember hanging up the phone and saying he'll get there he'll get there but you got there when you had an interaction with someone that made you realize oh my god i just did exactly what rich told me my value was Mm -hmm. and so I think so much of the fear that we have is because we're not shifting the conversation to tell me how you add value versus tell me what you do for a living. Right. So much, I see it in young adults, the, the kids that I'm working with, the confidence that they get when they realize what their true value is, it, it's a game changer. And I think a lot of people out there don't even know right. that they don't know their value because I think I found an area to play in because of my branding background that helps people understand what do you want to be known for? What value? Everybody has value, Jim. Jimmy, everybody comes into this world and does something. You don't have to be a doctor, a lawyer, a physicist. You don't have to be. You just have to know what your value is and then go build the yellow brick road to get there. And if right. your value is X, it is open. It, this process has opened my mind to stop judging people, find your value, go do what you love, and then build your life around that so that you can manage a great living. Like don't have a value that's X and want to live a big Y life. That's not going to work. <laughs> you know, you got to balance it. And, and I just... I find the fear out there that people have is because not only do they not want to be confronted with who they are, but they also don't know how to get there. So, yes. And I think you're good. You're a good example. Like I've seen a transformation in you, but that that's, but the transformation is because you know who you are. Right. You got it. And right. You know, your one word process, it really, you know, with the, the format and the other uh, tests that you do, like really just gave me, I guess something to step into, but also um, like I, like you just said, it, it really, I became, I, oh, I know my value now and I don't have to apologize anymore. And two, I, I would say like the conversation in my head shifted. I didn't have to start second guessing myself. I didn't have to worry about what people would think um, when I say something that may trigger them, um, cause I knew that this is where I'm coming from and it really allowed me to see the value that I'm giving people, the value that I, I have to offer to bring to the table and I don't have to be apologetic for it. And if that's not what you're looking for, then you could just move on and I don't have to like be chasing you down. No, no, no. You know, I'm, I'm not that coach. If you want somebody to like be you know, give you candy and flowers. <laughs> That's I, not me. I, I love that you said that because for years, for years in corporate America, I can't tell you how many instances I was in in situations where 
One of the things about me, you know, catalysts, I'm not always well liked. I mean, let's be fair. I'm a disruptor. I'm a <laughs> I know genius. you are. And one of the things that really has bothered me throughout my life, based on childhood and just situations I was in, is I don't like when people don't like me. Okay. Mm. So I can tell you instances in corporate America where I gave in and I pulled back because I couldn't really be a catalyst because I was afraid you weren't going to like me. You're going to let me go. And today, when I look back, now I feel like, you know what? Number one, I'm not sure corporate America is for me anymore because a lot of disruptive people, that's just not what corporate America is about. But number two, but number two, um, this is who I am. And so if you don't want to hear it in a catalyst way or a disruptive way, or you don't want me to change the game for you or change the conversation, I'm not your guy. Mm. And, and, Okay, granted, I'm, I'm older now and I can say that, but if I was able to say that in my 20s because Oof. I knew my, because I knew my value, yes. and, and that's part of what I also tell people that I work with, you know, it's one thing to know your value, but it's another thing if you're not going to go find something that works with your value, you're only hurting yourself in the end. Yes. Okay? And, to, and, to, and by the way, you can be a catalyst and still be well-liked. I didn't know that. I didn't get that. Like you can be firm in your convictions and still be well liked, and that took. I didn't have coaches growing up like I like I am for other people now, and so that's why I feel like you have to have a support system around you. You got to have somebody with the the, the pom poms helping you. Like you and I still talk, we still converse, we 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 lift each other up. You need that because right. it's a tough world out there. You have to have a system around you that's going to. And that was the other thing that came to my mind. Like when you establish this one word brand, you start to look for others that support that brand. You support each and when you when you all know each other's one word, you're you're actually like helping them stay aligned and supporting them and like learning from each other how they're doing their brands, how they're bringing their you know best self to that brand. Like you you know, I, I really love that we stay in contact and like me, even me and Nando's, our relationship, because of our one word, we both hold each other accountable and make sure like, hey, what are you doing? This is not aligned what you're doing. Right. Like, really, we both bring this value to each other that I had no idea that this was going to happen because I defined this one word. And, and the other thing too is the, one of the most powerful pieces of knowing your value is the ability to say no. Right, yes. That's something that I, I learned. Like I used to, I can't say no. They're, they're, they're not gonna ever call me again or they're not gonna invite me to the next party. And, and, and what I learned is when you say no, because it doesn't align with your value, that's when it's objective. Mm. That's when you're able to say, and the power of being able to say no because it doesn't work for me is so much more powerful than not saying no, going to do it and being miserable. Right. And so I've learned throughout the years that it's okay to have that power to say no. You don't have to say yes to everything, but it's how you say it and it's how you align your answer with your value that makes people respect you and say, I get it. You're not the right person for this job because we're not looking for a disruptor. Right. Okay, got it. You know. Right. So there's a lot of value in knowing who you are. Right. Which is weird because most people don't get it. You know, they don't know that, but there's a lot of value there. Yeah. 
So we're coming to the end. Um, and it's I could have, do this all day. I know. It's been so fun. And like really talking to you. I really enjoy. I always have a good time talking to you and like seeing, you, you know, your Instagram posts always, always, always um, inspires <laughs> me. And I do want to read one post that you posted recently that I was just like, oh, I just needed to hear that. And it's like, Rome wasn't built in a day but they were laying bricks every hour. And that I, is- uh, I love, <laughs> love, love, love that. <laughs> All right, so one more question for me, like the final powwow. All right, um, so just a, a couple of questions. Um, it's to be very yes. laser. So what does a life of love mean to you? What does a life of love mean to me? To me, it's all about connection. Mm. It's all about... It's all about finding that connection with the people that you love and um and uh giving them more than you get in return Mm. and i love that you said this word but i'm going to use it in a sentence what does it mean for you to disrupt a pattern or just what does disruption mean to you um, I, I, I say this a lot to people. Um, nice, nice people don't make history. <laughs> the people that make history or the people that are remembered, um, they disrupt the status quo. Mm. And what, what, you know what it means to me? It, it means um, helping people, um, helping people understand that in order to get into an extraordinary circle, there's two circles of life, I believe. There's the ordinary circle and the extraordinary circle. Mm -hmm. And most people live in the ordinary circle. And when you disrupt and you become a catalyst and you come to the game, I'm just trying to get people out of that smaller, Mm -hmm. ordinary circle and put them in the extraordinary circle because I see their potential and as coaches, consultants, speakers, I inspire people to see that in disruption. Mm. Um, and I just thought of this one. What is the one of the biggest lessons you learned when going through your phase, you and your wife, of when, when you had cancer? Yeah. Um, God, one of the most important lessons that I learned. Uh, uh, well, there's so many, but I would say, um, I would say in the end, you only have the people around you that you nurtured through your life. Mm. And and listen, you know, um, a, a, a really quick story to make my point. So many, many years ago, I worked with this, uh, I worked with this girl whose father passed away and her father also worked at the company, okay? Very well-known guy, very high up in the company. He died very unexpectedly and um, I went to the wake. And this was, you know, maybe five years ago. And on the line, waiting to greet the parents and share our our condolences, I was on the line with the entire executive team when I started out at the company. So they're much older now. Mm -hmm. And we were were all on the same line. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was talking to them and, and I remember it hit me. I said, we all go to the same place in the same line there wasn't a there wasn't a separate line for the executives to greet the family for the you know uh, the 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 peons or the plebes to greet the family we and when we when we got up there it was the same coffin there was no jewels on the outside we all we all go 
in my opinion. We may go when we get up there to different lanes up there, but we all <laughs> we all exit the same way. And so for me, it really comes down to, and the cancer taught me really one thing: do not destroy or or not feed the relationships that are important to you because mm. it's so easy when we're young to say i'm in the game i'm on the hamster wheel i'm working i'm traveling i'm doing but if you get hit like my wife and i did and we're very lucky to be alive if you if you get hit with an illness that young the people around you are only the ones you nurtured mm. that's it yeah and 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 that's why i had such a struggle through the years of finding my real self because i was fortunate enough i say this fortunately i was fortunate enough to be sick so young that i but i still had that that conflict of how do i have it all career and friends and nurture my family and unfortunately because i was sick younger I had to get that all straightened out sooner because I saw what happens when you don't nurture relationships. Mm, wow. Right? And so I you know I remember the moment Jimmy where I had to make that decision am I going to go for that career and really go or am I going to earn my right and earn my children's respect. You mm. got to you got to earn people's like. My kids, my wife, my family Everybody loves you as family, but not everybody likes you and you have to earn people's like. Mm. And in order to earn somebody's like, you have to be connected to them. Literally make the connection with them and put the time in. And I remember that road where I made that decision that I was going to earn my children's like and I was going to be more connected to them so that if it were to happen again and we didn't make it, they would be around me in the end and truly want to be there like yeah. you want to be you know they're, 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 i get it now some people go to things and don't really want to be there right yeah okay you have to step back and say to yourself what did i do it's not my it's not my kid's fault it's not right what did i do that caused that to happen or That's so beautiful yes or i've done it and this is what i'm reaping the reward on yes so i will never forget my son's camp director said you have to earn your friends like they're gonna love you but you got to earn their like and i got it like that really hit me because mm. to like someone you got to really want to be around them yeah you really enjoy them we all love our family but we don't always like to be around them and i i took that one to heart so that that mm. that's how i feel right in the end do not ever pick something over a relationship or a human build that connection and nurture it because in the end that's all you have when you say goodbye right and what does a juicy love life look like to you <gasps> juicy love life <laughs> me well i've been married <clears throat> i've been married 23 years this june um i've known my wife for about 30 or 31 years um you know what i i'll be really honest i think this one I, I don't know if it'll surprise you. Um, I think communication. Mm, I, I, yes. I cannot tell you how many times my wife, who is amazing, just says to me all the time, "Just communicate. Just tell me how you <laughs> tell me what's on your mind." And I, I think as you get older, especially in marriage, you you have to 
you, you have to find new ways to make that connection even tighter and stronger. Yeah. And then kids come in and job issues and health issues, and we're all evolving. And I, I would say, you know, when I look back on my, um, you know, on, on my marriage, which is awesome, it, it's communication and living practically. Like being, pra it's not bachelorette, it's not bachelor in paradise, it's not, you know, roses every day. It's 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 the practical challenges of building that foundation and continuing to build and not make. And when it's cracked, you got to work at it. You got to right. work at it, and it's a lot more than people take want to take on right and um i could say you know after what we've all been through she has seen me at my worst because i was sick when we were engaged and then i've seen her um and and then focus i would say also you have to have the same values i mean mm -hmm. you, we're very focused on our kids we we have the same um we have the same objectives of what we want to achieve together in our life and i think that that's always been consistent with the two of us and I find that as well is um, is really one of the reasons why I'm lucky to be where I am. Right. And last question, where can people find you online so they can okay. reach out to you and work with you? Yes, thank you so much. Um, okay, so my URL is therichkeller.com, okay? Uh, therichkeller.com. And um, I'm gonna leave it at that because one of the other things, I know this is gonna sound, may sound weird to you, but I think one of the other mistakes that coaches make is I want you to come to my site and connect with me. Um, we can find each other on social media later. <laughs> uh, but I, but I want, I, I, you know, the goal is not to, if social media goes away tomorrow, I want you to be in my life and I want you to come to my site and sign up. Um, I have a really fun quiz that I'm trying to hopefully we'll be launching uh, a new quiz. I've got some uh, content around branding, but most of all, just come meet me and I'd love to have a consultation with anybody that wants to talk about value. Jimmy, I can't tell you out of, you know, I mean, I, you, we've met through Nando's coaching weekend um, Saturday call, but I, I can't tell you how excited I am that you reached out, you took advantage of my process and to see the joy that you're experiencing is all, is all I care about. It's all I care. You will not forget that moment when you knew who you were. <laughs> I know. Well, thank you, Rich, so much for being on the podcast and I just, who you are for people and just the immense value that you bring to people and like also just sharing yourself so openly and vulnerably, your story is just truly amazing. And I just find value in this and I hope a lot of people find value as well by listening to this too. And I thank you. Same so here. Thank you. Much. Listen, huge gratitude and thank you for having me. And yeah. You're you're not getting rid of me. <laughs> you're not getting rid of me. <laughs> you got it. All right. You got it. Take care. Take care. Hey guys, are you ready to call in your one? Are you ready to become wildly magnetic to the partner that you deserve and start creating that crazy juicy love? Well, I am offering a discount package when you listen to this podcast. So when you listen to this podcast, you follow me on Instagram, you DM me and say, you listen to this podcast, and I will offer you a discount on a seven-week session. Crazy Juicy Love.